Wardcast episode 191. Go! I'm Del Avento, and we're filming, recording on location at Attract Mode HQ, aka Joe Wetmore's house. Hi, Joe Wetmore. Hello, welcome to my house. I am Joe Wetmore in the flesh. Well, on a podcast. It's true. We're also joined by Nick Nundahl. Also from Attract Mode. Also. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. It's Nick been a Nundahl, while. Hanging out. Yeah. I haven't been on WordCast in a while, yeah. First time since we started the, the, the other podcast. Yeah. We just recorded two episodes. Yes. We're, we're not going to tell you which ones, though. Oh, my gosh. It's a mystery? Yeah, it's for you to... See if you can figure it out. we got to give them clues okay. throughout the podcast. Joe, you want to? Do I do I want to give a clue? You want to give a clue? Yeah. How I mean, can they test themselves? <laughs> what what kind of test could le- they give themselves? Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just test yourself. Yes, test your might, mm. and that that might give you the answer if you it- test. <laughs> If you find yourself, yourself just you know in a mental cage, unable to escape, yeah, uh, in well, lieu of other options, you might want to get a good blade to <laughs> cut your way out. We nailed it. Watch out for scorpions. Clues. <laughs> now, there's going to be more clues throughout the entire thing. Yeah, you have to listen. So I know that's not a lot to go on just yet. If uh, if your temperature is too low, better check it. It could be sub zero. <laughs> you better check it. That's <laughs> if, what? <laughs> I don't think they can check it if their temperature is below zero. Their thermostat is below zero. Let's see. Uh, and also, Shang Tsung tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, Shang Tsung tonight. Nice. Well done. All right. What are we talking about? Mr. Podcast Man. Oh, what's, what's geez. The, what goes on this podcast? Uh, <laughs> what? So, um, uh, Pokemon, the first movie released this December 12, 1999. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> the emerging timelines. Yeah. Streams. Don't cross them. Um, we got games. Mm. We got news. Play a lot of games. Yeah. We've been playing, Joe. Oh, gee whiz. I've been playing this game called Mord Howe. Oh, yeah. I've, I've heard Mord a lot Howe about Mord Howe. And how? Oh, it's good. It's it's really good. Uh, you guys might know a game called Chivalry. You might not. It was a pretty small game. We certainly played a shit ton of it. It's You get some swords, you get some axes, you get some bows, all those kind of medieval weapons. Mm-hmm. And you go out with a team, and you fight other people with those similar weapons. And uh, it only takes a couple hits to kill you. It's a very brutal kind of fast-paced thing. And yeah. kind of a good time with friends. Yeah. Uh, and then this game is the same. It's just more polished, better looking. Um, Does it play any different? Yeah, the combat's a little bit different. The way it plays out, it's a little bit more tight. It's a okay. little bit more... Uh, it is... You can't go in and be a badass in 1v3, one like like one, like one fight multiple people very easily. You've got to be calculating. You've got to be, you know... Uh, it, it's, it's, it's 
ramped up the intensity of it. The best strategy in this game by far is to be dishonorable and to sneak up on people <laughs> yeah. and slide your blade into the back of their heads when they're in a duel with somebody else. Which was the same in Chivalry. Yeah. Just in spite of the name. But when you do get locked into a fight with somebody, it is intense. There's this thing that they've added called chambering, which is when you use do a, like a piercing attack and they do a piercing attack and your blades like slide on each other and you have to basically keep on jabbing a pierce to try to like push back. It's kind of like in fencing when your blades get locked. Sure. And you just you, you hear this like intense, you know, the the metal sliding on metal and but you can also faint out of it or you can you know do all these other kind of things and there's only a couple commands that you're actually using it's like uh but but what you can do with the kind of the the full set of it at first i was like i don't understand what i can do in this combat like what combo moves can i do what do you think but then it like starts to kind of dawn on you all these like ways you can go into a fight and um but even even without that, even without the complexity of combat, when I first got into this game, I dropped in and I was like, I'll check out this frontline mode. It's thirty two v thirty two, and it's kind of like, oh, wow, yeah, it's a tug of war. You're trying to like capture points, and if you have more points, the enemy team loses right faster, and if you have less places captured, then you lose points. How big is the map? Um, it depends. There's some that are pretty small. There's some that are pretty large. There's a little range of maps. Well, but, so, but they're like fields and different... Like, Yeah, there's like a field. There's like a mountain pass. There's okay. uh, kind of a, a taiga. There's like a castle raid thing. Um, and the first one I jumped in, I jumped in and I saw all these people running towards the fight. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll run with them because they're going somewhere. And I guess they're going the right way. And I run with them and I see this horse guy. It's got a mountain enemy on horse. And he's coming in and he's fucking mowing people down. And then someone takes a hammer and swings it at him and he stops dead in the air and his horse shoots out from under him. <laughs> and it's like the scene in Game of Thrones where this one, literally that same thing Dismount happens. someone. And, yeah. but, but, you know, this is like, I just finished getting into a fight with somebody. I turn around and this horse guy is charging across and he's just suddenly, wham, knocked off. And I'm just like, holy shit, this game is awesome. And there's so many moments where that will happen to you, where you will charge in and you're thinking, yeah, I'm going to be so badass. And then you just get mowed down in a moment and it's like, oh, fuck, <laughs> you know, like this is this is chaotic. But then you kind of start to learn, OK, it's about map awareness. It's about it's about tactics uh, and you can mitigate that. It doesn't ever make it impossible that somebody will ride on horse and, and cut off your head. Which is, uh, and, 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 I'll, and I'll maybe move on from this game in a second, but when your head gets cut off, your camera sticks with your head, nice. and it'll like roll down a hill. Great. Or <laughs> my favorite moment, my head got cut off, and it landed like looking at my body, and my fingers were still twitching. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, being someone that didn't really enjoy the combat of chivalry. You won't like this. Really? I, I don't know. I, I think it's so chivalry-like. The combat is tighter, and maybe that's what you needed. Right. But I think... It did feel weightless in chivalry to me. If it's if, if weightlessness was your problem, I think you're going to like this a lot more. There's definitely... When you clang swords with somebody, it's like, oh. <laughs> it's kind of unexpected, because oftentimes you can swing from this direction, they can swing from that direction. You have to be swinging in just the right two directions for your swords to actually cross. Yeah. But it does happen, and when it does, it feels good. Um, Did you ever play For Honor? Yeah, I really hated that. Oh, okay. Did you like it? <laughs> uh, I had, I bought it like two years ago, and I still haven't cracked it open. And oh, I'm sorry. I got it, and I was just so disappointed. It's basically rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Like, that's the whole system of that game. Okay. is If you're blocking and they swing, then good job. If you were swinging and they were swinging in a different way, well, they beat you. You know, like... There, there it, is like a timing element to it. Right. But it is very... Like, it's not literally turn-based, so yes, timing matters, but it very much comes down to this move beats that move beats that move, and they cycle around again. So... 
For Honor has some fun dress up in it. You can stylize your knights and stuff. But it's weird to me that game got as popular as it did. But it isn't weird to me that it died out as quickly as it did. I feel like nobody talks about it anymore. I think there's probably uh, there's there's not probably I I've there's heard certainly that there's a, community. a loyal community to it. Of course, because I mean, but you, there's a loyal community of like original D and D players, right? As well. well, my point is that like Ubisoft has been very good about giving their games very long lifespans mm-hmm. so like for honor the uh rainbow six siege uh a couple other games it's weird the games they pick to like extend their lives out as as opposed to sequelizing them mm-hmm. and the games that they choose to sequelize yeah so like the division division two completely different locale chose to sequelize it this ghost recon um they now have that new one with Breakpoint that they just announced, mm-hmm. um, starring one John Barenthal as the, oh, yeah. the villain. Interesting. Um, Ubisoft, uh, you know, they they have ups and downs, but they do know how to cater to their audience. Like yeah. they're they're constantly making very precise, targeted games, and some of the worst like board game because they've got the license for all the Hasbro stuff, so they'll make like Monopoly and various other really shitty i feel like i think ubisoft is just so large it's hard to give any kind of sweeping statement on ubisoft right sure because it's a shitty part of ubisoft and there's a good part you gotta gotta do child of light right child of light came out of ubisoft right Uh, and even early assassin's creed excited me in a lot of ways and it's hard to say that assassin's creed still doesn't have amazing things going on odyssey i'm just not attached to the series so i couldn't play it but people say that the the way that adapts greece the way the statues are all painted in that game you know so historically accurate yeah, yeah there's a lot of cool stuff there uh, and it certainly looks beautiful. I mean, mm-hmm. the, on on that. But the board game stuff. I feel like when you make a board game game, you probably have like a. I have a known quantity of audience that I can get with this, probably. But it's not about how much effort they're willing to put into it for an audience. It's about even making it work. Like they don't make these things function properly. They're so buggy and broken. Uh, you saw my post about Monopoly. Yeah, which, I, yeah, I love that. It, it, they they release these things because they know that there is an audience that will buy them that doesn't care about quality because they're not. You didn't enjoy being trapped in a loop in Monopoly. Yeah, can you explain that? Nick? All right. So I played Monopoly and it was just a shit version of a game. It's it's Monopoly for Nintendo Switch. It's the full title of it, but it's the same game that's on every other console. It's just they call it this one that, um, and it's got some neat options there's like some house ruling you can do in it there's um a uh uh different 3d board set options one of them is like rabbits so you can have rabbits pieces all over your board and stuff and it's like okay that's a good somebody cared detail, yeah. that they were making this except they clearly didn't <laughs> because it doesn't work the game uh takes like way too long to process between turns and that's on every console version it's not just the switch version it makes weird like bugs or it might skip a turn or do other things. And more importantly, I was like, all right, before I get rid of this game, I'm going to play one more time a full game of Monopoly because I haven't done that yet. I want to go from beginning to end, fight through all of the, the issues and just play a game of Monopoly. So I set myself up with two NPCs. I have one uh, who is, well, I didn't set any difficulty on them, but it just turns out in the first couple of rounds one is kind of a rube and will let me do anything I want. Like, I'll trade whatever you want. Doesn't sure. matter. Yeah, I'm for it. And, and uh, the other one is like playing cutthroat. So I have these very different characters and they have names. I think Dave is the asshole one. I can't really remember now. It's been long enough. Generic names. But yeah, they've got yeah generic like people Joe. names. 
Yeah. Nick. Okay. <laughs> Listen up, Dilson. <laughs> Most generic name I've ever heard. It's Dilson. Uh, so round and round we go. It's clear that I am going to wipe out the easy one and the other one is going to be tough. Right. But I, I kind of hit a loop where I'm able to lock out because the biggest strategy of Monopoly is just buy all the houses. If you don't buy all the houses and never buy a hotel, then nobody else can buy a house. And if nobody else can buy a house, they cannot possibly upgrade them to hotels. Yeah. And, and no matter how long you play, you'll win. Like eventually the money will all pull towards you. And it's just, you know, the, the math of the game. You didn't have houses per, I guess it was universal. I always thought the pool was like per player. No, it's the, it's the houses in the box by the rules. Those are what's available for everyone. <laughs> so you stupid. buy them all up. That's it. I just played, and I'll, get, I'll let you get back to this, but I just played a version of Monopoly from like the 60s or 50s called Fast Food Enterprise or something like that. Oh, yeah. It was, and it, you're literally going around buying places, putting, you know, like uh, renting there. But you had your own colored pool. And also, like you had various franchises that you could own. So you could, you could like start a pizza franchise and then donut franchise, but those could only grow so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it... it balanced out with the other players you could end up with like a really good section of the board or the dice rolls could go your way but it was a weirdly better i i i don't know when monopoly came out but uh. monopoly is very old i know monopoly was around during world war ii because oh, they were using yeah. it to they would send monopoly kits to soldiers in world war ii and pack real money in the box so that then the soldiers could buy supplies and things like that if they were especially if they were pow's they would be like this is for aid relief just to keep the pow's happy and then they could buy their way out of jail and things like that interesting stuff i i thought it was gonna be like they had a bunch of monopoly like boxes and then they, like parachute dropped them like over the ussr to teach the, the, <laughs> teach, teach the reds about the the glories of capitalism well, capitalism is horrible i think i've read that monopoly out. was actually used to teach the the horrors of capitalism yes, yeah. so yeah i mean like, monopoly it's right in the name yeah yeah so anyways, oh, back yeah. to my game. So I, I was definitely like, I was winning. I mean, I, and it was, it was like a dramatic win too, because I had been losing and luckily the, the Rube NPC like traded me something that was like perfect to complete a section of the board for me. And then I could start building houses again. And so I was dominating and we're round and round we go and we play out and it takes forever to run someone out of money and monopoly, but I'm doing it. And then eventually Dave takes a look at his properties he, he has to like on the last turn he had to auction some off so on this turn he's out of money he's gonna have to auction something off he looks at his properties and they display this like on the screen yeah the yeah. cards come up for you to see then the cards go down and he looks at the board then he looks at his properties then he looks at the board then he looks at his properties and back to the board on an endless loop literally endless the game <laughs> is just like well bad options bad options <laughs> bad options bad options and it doesn't know what to do so it never makes a decision That's there's no so turn weird. timer it literally will run forever that way if i let it and so i decided to break out my elgato hook it up and connect it and record a scene from this and, <laughs> and it is literally the, the funniest thing about it is that as he's doing this, they put in this like background noise of a crowd that's supposed to be like watching the Monopoly game. You never see them, but you hear right. them. Be like, ooh, yeah, ah. oh, ooh. and they just start clapping and cheering for Dave as he's like, properties, board, oh, clap, 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 woo, properties, board. 
<laughs> just back and forth and they're screaming and they're going nuts. And every now and then they'll like die out and then he'll pull up the properties and they go crazy again. <laughs> and it is so fucking good and so frustrating that in our two and a half years of doing YouTube, nothing was as successful as the video I posted of that that I didn't say a word in. I didn't have a microphone hooked up. I just played that video and people fucking loved it. And we got put on Kotaku and I had nothing there except for, I uh, recorded my experience. I hit a button, you know, the as it happened. away from this is that making decisions is bad. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the do that's a dual lesson, right? It's Dave learned that lesson and he won by beating <laughs> me and making me rage quit. And I learned that lesson by uploading something that wasn't even an effort on my part. And it succeeded fantastically. And, and what a, what a world this is. So yeah, that, that was, that's it's like such a defeating success story for me. <laughs> well, I I had a similar rage quit, and this will dovetail into a game that you've been playing. Okay, uh, I had a rage quit with Dragon's Dogma. Oh yeah, uh, which is just come out on Switch. I played it on PC, but I played it for a while. And I was like, okay, it's a very standard RPG thing. There's some climbing mechanics. You know, I'm sure you can get into it more because you've played it more than mm -hmm. I have. Yeah, but I got to a point in the game where I set my controller down. And the back button on the controller was a attack button, and it triggered. And I attacked a town, a person in town. Uh oh! The game threw me in jail. <laughs> now, in jail in this game, you have to wait like two hours to actually get out of jail Whoa. in game, like in real time. And there's no fast forwarding. You can bribe your way out if you have money. But I had started the game not too long ago, and I had done a bunch of shopping and I all these new new sweet this new sweet sword that I just committed murder with, and uh, I couldn't bribe my way out mm -hmm. of jail and so i was like this is stupid yeah <laughs> and i stopped playing the game then and there you can also open the lock but you have to have a specific item to do right it. yeah wait yeah. so what are you supposed to do in jail wait, wait. really mm -hmm. if you can, if you don't have any other options available to you you wait yeah in real time you have to let the game play you, th there's nothing you can do like i mean you can walk away for two hours yeah no way but on. i'm saying that like so the thing there is are no activities in the jail <laughs> the amount no there's no activities in the jail <laughs> there's, there's like some room. there's some mushrooms you can pick up and stuff like that but that's like it like you can collect some stuff wow. that's in the room but that's it the thing is you should never end up with the amount of money that you can't buy your way out of jail in that game you end up with i mean i i literally just beat the game recently and i had something like six million gold and it's like 500 gold to get out of jail so like Joe just happened to have it happen at the worst possible time for him where he had purchased stuff and had no money, but you should never have that little amount of money. That game makes it very easy to become profitable. Um, and, and buying your way out is just like, eh, whatever, you know, this is nothing to me. And it almost makes it so silly on the other side, right? Like it's a huge consequence if you don't have the money, which is kind of like real life. And if you buy your way out, it's like, well, this is nothing but an inconvenience. Like this is nothing to me. Um, it's a fun game. It, it came out in 2012, which yeah. was the same time as Skyrim. So Skyrim like way <laughs> overshadowed it. And I didn't even hear about this game. Capcom back then. game, right? Yes. Yeah. So, and it plays, I wouldn't say similar to monster hunter, but it has, Oh, kinship. don't tell me that it has kinship to monster hunter. Um, the biggest part being that anything that is a large size monster, you can grapple onto and climb up it and yeah. attack weak spots. Yeah. Which I love, even if it is like, more often yeah it's more silly than it is badass reasonable yeah it's still fun to and do. you have your your pawns right like you yeah, have the pawns are the other big thing it's actually a feature i liked it was cool to decorate a dude it was cool to see other people's decorated dudes yeah they like 
go in and out to other people. And I will the say game. there's a big Switch community playing right now since it's new. So like new on Switch. So there's lots of pawns to choose from, which is people were concerned. Like if nobody plays it, yeah. then you're going to be stuck with your pawns and you know a handful of others. And the pawns are like non-human humans, right? Like they're yeah. like canonically like they're like lesser beings. Yes. And they say that right from the beginning. They're like, they're not exactly human, but they look like us. Um, and they come from other dimensions, and the idea is that other players' games are just alternate timelines, or alternate universes, rather, and you're sharing these pawns between them. It's it's very strange. Um, the I don't want to spoil the end of the game, obviously, on here, but the end of the game gets, like, way into that stuff. Oh, okay. Um, so I just beat it. I mean, it, and it took me a good number of hours. The first time I played... Um, I started off and I was like, I want to be a mage character because I want to see all the cool pyrotechnic effects, right? Like, I want to do cool stuff. And that is a terrible idea in Dragon's Dogma. And it almost made me sell the game. And in fact, this is how much I ended up liking the game. I made a deal to sell it to a friend of ours in the Discord. Uh, she, like, preemptively, I was like, I'll send it to you on Monday if I decide after the weekend that I'm ready to send it. Like, But this is how much we agreed on was the price. She sent me the money right away. So I was like, fuck, I, I wasn't ready, <laughs> you know? So then the end of the weekend came and like I had restarted my character. I became a melee combatant. I got super into it after a full weekend of playing. And uh, then I ended up buying that person a copy of the game so I could keep mine. <laughs> so, um, so, I mean, I paid half the cost of the game again to be able to give it to someone else, which as a gift seemed fine anyway. It's a friend. Um but getting rid of the mage because they're just super slow and not fun to play from the beginning. They get fun to play, but they're not fun at the beginning of the game. Uh, you you can um, playing as a melee character, like I said, climb up on things, and that's so crucial for getting equipment because there are like uh, ogres or one of the big, the first big things you fight, and they have big tusks. Ogres, yeah. <laughs> and if you climb up on them, you can knock their tusks off, and that becomes extra loot that you can build into your yeah. armor and stuff like that. You're not climbing their corpses. You can't, which is silly. The corpses like immediately dissolve, and it's a good effect. They like drip and ooze away, but um, you can't recover anything unless you cut it off while they're alive. Which doesn't make any sense. Interesting. It's a game mechanic. It's like not real a reasonable yep. real world mechanic. This game also kind of has an awareness that it's a game within the game based on some of the pawn stuff and the extra dimensional stuff. So some of the rules bending, like you kind of accept by the time you get through with it. Um, the one thing I don't like, well, I don't want to get into the end spoilers. You feel like you're heading for a big climax. You fought dragons throughout the world a couple times, probably by the time you get there, you fight this big mega dragon at the end and it feels like it's going to be a big fight. And it does kind of what Skyrim did a better, better than Skyrim, I would say, because Skyrim was just another dragon fight, like all the ones you fought before it. But in this one, it is a bigger, different dragon fight, but it's way easier than all the others because it's like, well, they have to do this one. The others are optional. They can kind of get their asses kicked a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, that, that bugged me. It, it felt like it lost me towards the end a little bit. And then it had an epilogue that was interesting it's interesting the way you describe it they sh it does seem like it shares a lot with skyrim like in a lot of like the dissolving like in really weird nuanced ways like the dissolving um animals like the similar effect to like when you absorb one of the dragon souls and like the dragon yeah, just, actually like, dissolves it dissolves away. away down to bones yeah. yeah 
It, it's, I would say that's similar. Yeah. And then um, like the ending. Except even the bones go in this, but. Yeah. Or how I, like, uh, you know, the climax is fighting this huge dragon and then in Skyrim you're fighting a huge dragon. Yeah. I think, and, and there's also a little bit of a weird religious bend to the end of fighting the huge dragon and that kind of goes along with this as well. There, there's a lot of, I think that's it just kind of dogma. fantasy tropes. Yeah. I think it's just kind of fantasy tropes where they, they loop in on that kind of thing. It is fun. It is an open world RPG, so it's very much like Skyrim in that sense as well. You can go anywhere. There's only a handful of towns. It's not the length of experience that Skyrim was if you try to do everything. Um, I think I'm still trying to do everything in Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot and, there. And this, you can kind of feel like you've seen everything. There are some more quests that I didn't do, but they're like, go kill 10 of these things. And I'm like, I'm not playing an MMO. I'm not out to go kill 10 goblins just because there are 10 goblins. And now they're like, at the end of the game, they're like, go kill 10 ur goblins because they're just goblins that wear skulls on their heads. Instead. All right, all right. How about how kill 10 kobolds? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, it loses me on the quest system a little bit. It's a smaller world, but it's been a lot of fun. And I'm glad to have put it back on my shelf now. It's done. Like, I've beaten it. It took me a week and a half past the time where I could have sold it <laughs> to the person. And gotten away with my money, but oh well. Yeah. And Nick told me a little bit because you know there's a lot of side quests and stuff, and I was doing them because that's how I do RPGs. Yes, that's what I was doing and the first time I played too. It was a mistake. Yeah, and apparently you should just beeline through it, is what Nick says. Oh yeah. really? So, yeah. Because the side quests you can complete anywhere in the game world. Mm. So they'll say like in this region, kill ten goblins. But if you're just like fuck that, I'm going on to the next region and doing the main story quest, and you happen to kill ten goblins, which you will, you get the automatic credit for doing the one previously and you don't have to like go back to an NPC to turn in the quest. It just awards you in the, on the spot. Yeah. That stuff can be dangerous for like completionist types. Like I know yeah, like you look definitely. at even Skyrim has it. You look at Skyrim, you look at fallout for like their radiant system. that Bethesda has where it like auto generates quests mm -hmm. in certain areas mm -hmm. for you to just constantly, constantly do if you want to. Um, or like uh witcher, witcher three is like notorious. It feels like nothing has meaning if you do it that way. Right. Um, where, where a lot of the Witcher 3 like side quests are like really really good yeah those are written I'm talking more like the generated quests sure but they make so many of them that like you can spend like hours in the starting zone if you so choose mm -hmm. and that can be I would dangerous. too that's yeah. how I've been playing Witcher that's what 1. I did the first time I played before when I was going to sell the game for Dragon's Dogma I spent hours like one of the quests is kill 10 rabbits I was hunting down rabbits you can only find like six in the first area so you have to wait for them to respawn I was like well, I can't leave until I kill these rabbits right gotta get these rabbits yeah so you waste a lot of time Joe have you been playing anything else yeah, I have. Yeah? A blast from the past, actually. Way back in like 2007, 2008 or so, a uh -huh. game called City of Heroes came out. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. I forgot about this whole uh, debacle. Yeah, and so the, the, the controversy, I, I don't know all the details on it, but there's been a private server running for years. Yes. And somehow they kept it like legit tight under wraps. Get on those people. You know what? Like in, in this day and age where like leaks and all this kind of stuff like comes keep, out keep your speakeasy quiet yeah right. that's just like you know 
now that's the reason it got leaked was because they mistreated somebody on the server yeah and and so he was like well all right then i will tell everybody yeah what and a dick <laughs> I, I don't know i mean I, know, what, what happened i actually don't know the so story he, he leaked it and then it was like there's some people that were like oh my god i i played that game for so long and i was yeah i know people were playing it and I'm, why I, wasn't i invited i'm and sorry i mean why was he mistreated like what was that i don't know all the details okay. like i said but because i feel like even if the administrators of the server were dicks to you and you want to hurt them you're hurting everyone else playing by announcing yeah, that that thing's again, out there. It Internet has a happy so you're ending, still though. a dick. Like collateral yeah. damage. They I don't, don't care. I don't think it was NC Soft. I can't remember who did yeah, City Heroes. Yeah. So was it? I'm pretty sure. They they gave them the green light to yeah. become an LLC. I heard They're about now that. donations. Right. And so they have they bought they bought full servers. They have a European server. Right. They have US servers. Because the thing about this, like this isn't like someone reverse engineered like a, a server client or something like uh, client architecture or whatever like they had source code right from the original like server source code like gameplay source code hmm. because someone like in the packaged it in the dead of night yeah. like <laughs> snuck it out of the ncsoft offices bundled when, like, in a wicker basket yeah and, and just like updated left it, it on a church too. step <laughs> they've updated textures some they nuns put it came in, out uh, and hatched the egg yeah exactly it they've, was princess daisy all along <laughs> they've updated textures and they've put it in 1080 uh wow. and they've updated shadows and so this game has been worked on too. Like even when it wasn't, they weren't getting paid for it. Yeah. So um, like when stuff normally like this happens, like you get the company coming down. Like even if they're yeah. no Cease longer around, and desist. Like we got to end it, yeah. especially if it's because, something like Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> like anything, any. Yeah. Look at the 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 Halo, um, Halo Three El Dorito oh, yeah. thing. Like that that was like a big to do. But man, I jumped back in the other but night. Man. But man, I'm playing Buttman. <laughs> <laughs> it's only it's super easy. There's there's um uh you basically just have to download a package and they have a they have a launcher that comes with this torrent wow. file. All right, and you you load up the you run the launcher. It updates your City of Heroes install directory, and then you go into server choice. And fuck, it's it's smooth as hell. You get in there, and then you create a character, and you remember, holy shit, this is the most ahead of its time character. The character creator, creator is amazing Impressive, in that yeah. game. It's I, I I like my first few hours playing it, we're just tw- tweaking around, and then eventually I was just like, ah, oh, fuck, just simplify black and white, and then things that look cool in black and white, and that's how I got to my first character. And uh, what's your character's name? He's King Cosmic because he's got he's a he's a he's a magic guy. He's a scrapper. He's got a big fucking sword and dark armor magic. Is it cosmic with a K? No, I, I could have done that. Man, but. what are you doing? What well, are you doing, Joe? You know, I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't in the Mortal Kombat. Mortal zone quite Cosmic. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> the, the cosmic immortal. But mm. holy shit, also those servers are full of people. And oh, I don't I mean bet. that in a negative way. I mean like when you get into starting zone, there's people going into dungeons with you. There's people you know, yeah. killing uh, the doing the basic starter quest with you. There's people asking for help and there's people answering people asking for help. Wow. Um it's like a full release a, game all a over. Live again. thriving yeah. MMO in twenty nineteen that's there not was, wow. Can you imagine? There was there was a queue to get into one of the servers because it was maximum population. Uh, I mean, those queues very briefly because it's not that like it's not it's not quite wow levels, but yeah. it is for what their servers are. Um, they are they are getting to their maximum load, and they'll probably add more servers over time. That's pretty cool. So that's I like that's such a good feel good story 
that yeah. we need right now. The tough part about that it. That game goes back further than you were saying, though. Like, you said 2007, 2008. 2003, wasn't it? 2003 Three, is yeah, when yeah, I was yeah, in the yeah. beta oh. for it in college. So that's a, that's I was a, in the beta that's with a, you. That was yeah. one of the Well, few I gave games. you my key because oh, yeah. I used it at the college dorm internet, and it was dog shit, and I couldn't play, so I gave you my beta key. Yeah. So that's pre-WoW. It's a pre-WoW yes. MMO. Yeah. It was right around that time. Was yeah, 2004 you, was WoW. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, that I makes know. sense. Wow, well, was 2005? 2004. He just said oh, 2004. Oh, okay. were you, where were you? <laughs> um, I was in 2019. <laughs> <Yeah>. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Playing City of Heroes from you're 19, so 1985. You're, you're so 2000 and late. Yeah. I'm 2008. <laughs> 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 um, anyways, Me? the problem with this game is that... Oh, oh okay. The combat is fine. It's not well, it's great. M- it's MMO combat. It's MMO combat. It's, yeah. But it does make me feel like the only way I can really enjoy this is if I'm able to rope any of my friends in. Right. And the outlook's probably not great for that. Um, Joe. People, well, here's the thing. I'd, I'd be down to play some Sea Heroes. I can't that, do it. That I would be great. I cannot get back into an MMO. It, well, it's but the, it's such a low commitment now. Yeah, I was like, about to say, like, such a low, like, there's no subscription. Like, like, yeah, the, right. It's not about money. It's about time. Fair. How do I have time to play a single game? Like I, I gotta finish. I have to have a goal, something that I'm leading to to right. finish well, a game. What about what? What if the goal was like max level? That's boring. Do some to me. cool dungeons and stuff. Yeah. There's so many cool villains to fight in that game because the world itself. That's the other thing. The world itself is such a fun superhero world, and it's nice to have a superhero mythology that is its own. From, yeah. from I'll, I'll grant you that because then DC Universe is also coming to Switch now. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I and I was that. like, I, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot possibly yeah. get invested in that game again or DC even. Because it's like, not like you don't want to so You don't want to play your knockoff Batman. You want to play right. Batman. So yeah. So City of Heroes having that, that is an edge. Having no. 20,000 knockoff Batman. <laughs> right. Sure. I mean, but that at was, least but the impressive thing is, <laughs> you can create a reverse Flash that looks just like reverse Flash. You can create, and people were creating Overwatch characters, and these look basically spot on because the character creator is that fucking so good, robust. Like, that's the yeah. only, like, I spent maybe a handful of hours in City of Heroes, but yeah, just tooling around in that character creator mm-hmm. and like running that around. Was the fun. Like, I was like, man, this is like, never have we hit that high. Again, not only in MMO character creators, but I would say most character creators across the map. Like, well, it does this other thing where you are you're choosing the gear that is going to be your look. It's, yeah, you're not going to be unlocking armor that is like like most MMOs put a lot of effort into all your unlocks and things like that. So it has this uh, this upside of front loading all, the way you can make your character look like a badass and all the customization it takes to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing it lacks is like um, Champions Online has a little bit of like more sliders. You can move things. So if you have like rings floating around your head, you can reposition them and you can adjust their size and things like that. But Champions Online still somehow doesn't quite capture the magic of City of Heroes. Yeah. And I think Champions is also dead, if I'm not mistaken. I can't imagine that's still I'm sure it is. Yeah. Um, so what about City of Villains? What is like... That's in there too. Oh, is it? You can do City of Villains. You wow. can do the Heroes Going Rogue expansion as well. So you can still play a hero and become a villain. Um, Man. Everything's there. Man. Everyone is here. Everyone, Everyone is here. <laughs> I'm sure all the Smash Bros. King, characters have been recruited. King Cosmic is here. King yeah. Cosmic. He can't a go classic wrong. classic superhero. Yeah. See, he was given a throne, 
um, by the space spirit gods. Okay. And that space throne, spirit gods. That throne uh, gives him a divine responsibility. He has to maintain the fabric of reality and space. Okay. And so he can command spirits, light and dark, to do the will of the throne. Maybe the I will. will of thrones. Maybe I will um, play this game. Only we'll play a villain. <laughs> only, well, only so I can make King Cosmic with a K. No! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm in. <laughs> and I'll make King Copyright. Nice. <laughs> and I'll mediate. Nice. Why don't you make Time Christ? Oh my god. I mean, that's actually a really <laughs> yeah. good idea. That's I would a love, really you, good idea. You at least have to make the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah you don't yeah. have to even play it. Yeah, if you make like if you make it for me, I'll play it. Man, oh, yeah. wow. Damn. You can save your 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 character edits and then and send export them off to people, them. yeah. That's, oh wow. God so. damn. That's pretty good. God yeah. damn. I wonder how they handle like moderation and shit for this game. Like is it all volunteer like mods and, There are a lot like, of mods. Who are the GMs? Um, I, I I don't know the the, the details, but the Discord community is also like super helpful. I went in there because I had one issue where I couldn't find the the red X on a menu. It was like weirdly like on this like grayed out panel below the window instead of up above it anywhere. So you had to find this really tiny little red X. And I was like, well, how do I get out of the options after I've applied all these changes? And that was immediately resolved. They they're always helping people figure out how to set up the game, um, how to get in. Uh, so. Uh, it's maybe it's just right now you know it's hard to say how long of the activity but certainly right now it is it is like a launch of an mmo in there and that's pretty cool that's so fucking exciting i've it does have the faces of a game from 2003 though when you go in you have flat texture faces with like you know just the ugliest people but you can also harsh but WoW Classic <laughs> just is about to become a thing. So, like, people are, yeah. are ready for that. You think you want that. Blizzard guy? I'd be interested. Oh, what? The the Blizzard guy who came out when people were asking about it, like, at a BlizzCon many uh, years ago. Right, like, right, right. When can we get, like, a Classic server, progression server? I think people are calling it at the time. And he's like, you think you want that, but you don't. No, <laughs> um, turns out they you. do. Don't tell me what I want. Yeah, I think that's a cool thing too. I I would also want to check that out just to see. Like, oh, gotta get gotta get a tune for Anixia. Gotta- I, I played an unofficial progression server and I lasted one play session. Yeah, where I was like, oh, I remember why they changed all this stuff. That Blizzard guy was right. <laughs> I didn't want this. Uh, mm. And also, apparently, there are things in the WoW Classic beta people think are bugs, and they're actually like original game. Yeah, it's like no, design. that's just how the game works yeah mm. i think that guy might have been right he was just an asshole about how he said it sure well i i can imagine getting a little bit indignant about like people be like I, we've done so much work on this game yeah go and- back to what it was <laughs> yeah fuck you, <laughs> you know, like- yeah i get it but um, but i mean I, I don't think it's wrong to want to get back to i mean they forever change the game world with cataclysm and it's not like yeah. you shouldn't be able to I go back like and see that stuff. Historical artifact of like yeah. what, like all right, I want to see thousand needles before yeah. it was a C. I want to see. Yeah, I do. That's another thing though is that I do have a buddy who's just started playing Guild Wars two again, and I love Guild Wars two. That was a lot of fun. Not necessarily for the MMO aspects of it, but for the world and the setting, and it was nice to <laughs> jump even, puzzles. <laughs> even well, God, I liked them. I, I did them all. Like, I, uh, yeah. I was nuts about it. Even when I wasn't playing with other people, we had some people playing at the same time. I was mm. just like, oh man, I just did this jump puzzle in this area. Uh, uh, I'm going to come over there now. Something I should definitely not say on our recording is that 
I I started Guild Wars two with five of my coworkers, uh, and we all worked remotely. Uh oh, <laughs> so you can kind of see where that's going. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of work hours spent. Everybody on voice chat taking a conference call. <laughs> playing together what i liked about guild wars so much is that so my only mmo like point of reference was wow and i played a lot of wow and my buddy brought over a copy of guild wars and just we installed it on like a laptop of mine the original it, one or guild wars 2 guild wars 1 yeah that's um, good. But even guild wars 1 like yeah yeah it was good just the fidelity of it yeah like having played wow for so it was long wild and just seeing like the very like you know wow has a look and like they're very good with their look but mm-hmm. back before they like updated all the models and everything like these big kind of like bulky, Chunks. bulky dudes, yeah. like chunky models beating each other up, seeing just like this monk that had like all this animation to it mm-hmm. and doing all Guild this Wars stuff. had a lot of sleek stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, Our did, friend did uh, the, the official pumpkins of Guild Wars. Oh, Remember? Yeah. 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 We have a friend who at once upon a time did professional pumpkin carving and Guild Wars hired her to create pumpkins with like their logo and a bunch of their characters and stuff on them and then they use them in a contest so it was promote a contest where like you carve your own pumpkin and whoever gets it gets a, a free whatever and anyways they gave our friend like several um permanent codes where you would have access to guild wars but also all of future expansions so i had one of those oh so wow. i didn't have to ever buy an expansion for guild wars cool. i just had it it didn't apply to guild wars 2 sure but, uh, but i mean that makes yeah. sense but it was nice. The thing that got me in Guild Wars 1, I didn't know anything about it going in. I just like bought it on a whim at, you know, whatever, walking through a Best Buy. And I was like, I think I was still in high school when I got this. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, you would have been. I uh, I started playing the tutorial and I was like, okay, this is like super typical fantasy. I'm in a green grassland with all these fantasy human dorks and they're doing some basic tutorial quests. And then after, you know, like I, I, I combed this tutorial area with like a fine tooth dome, did all the side quests and stuff. And then you get to the end of the tutorial and meteors start falling from the sky and it completely fucks up this green, like idyllic landscape. And you're in this like blasted wasteland. That becomes the char home eventually in Guild Wars 2. And just that like shift was like, oh, fuck. I, the, the tone of this is so different from WoW. It's so different from Dark Age. It feels like a very distinct world because of what they did with, to, to, to let you tutorialize in a way you're familiar with. And then mm-hmm. when the game actually truly Open begins, something very different. it's a very different feeling. And even the music. The music in both games is some of the best MMO music. Dark Age is very like MIDI and kind of like... Uh, the the tones of a dark age of camelot were very like simple but i still love them yeah yeah i remember taught people talking about dark age of camelot with like this reverence, reverence. there you go that i never like heard it about is, a game before so the the best thing about dark age of camelot fantastic gameplay on its own but the best thing about it far and beyond anything else was the community and i i can in my experience there's never been an mmo community anything like what dark age had it was so bizarre. It was so welcoming and everybody was like involved with each other. I was on a role play server and Ooh. people role played, but they didn't overdo it. Like they right. still could talk to you about like how game stuff works. Um, and I loved it. And it, you know, and I was like, as a very, uh, proud of my heritage Viking type, you know, Playing at, at in the Midgard. time. So yeah, I played Midgard and I played a berserker and 
I, I fucking loved everything about that. It was so nice to go into RVR and people would be like fucking Hibernians and yes. those fucking Albionians. Yeah, we had <laughs> this casual racism, I guess, or really. Um, okay, Joe. <laughs> nationalism. Nationalism. Yes. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Which is not even that great of an idea anymore. <laughs> but I don't know. It, it, in in that environment where it is a game. And yeah, it's a gamified fit. thing. Well, because you had to fight them. Yeah. And yeah. So you like they it would call the them like effect. Hibs and Albs would be mm-hmm. what we would call them. Hibs moving on Sniper Hill. Yeah, and then everyone <laughs> would rush over. And the cool thing about that is, unlike the PvP in World of Warcraft, which was you know it's fun battleground stuff. Well, there's world PvP in WoW too. There is, but it was never as good. It was never the same. Oh. Uh, yeah, but wow. there was just something really cool about being a low level character who really couldn't contribute to PvP very well in Dark Age of Camelot. But you weren't causing a problem by being there. So it wasn't like, oh, get this fucking noob out of here. It was like, every man we have, move on this tower. And so you get there and you know you're going to die, but you'll take a few good hit points out of someone before you do. Sure. And it felt like I'm doing something. I don't know. It was great. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, you level up and can actually kick ass there. And the other thing about the community, there were so many situations I got in that game where, yeah, camping was a thing, like camping mobs, which at the time I wasn't bored of that gameplay yet right. just grinding it was, it was out an enemies act, action of its time you yeah. go into a specific spot in a dungeon and sit down with a bunch of people and then you just talk yes and i was a middle schooler and i was like just talking with people around the world and it yeah. struck a chord with me you know i was like yeah. shit i'm talking with people in denmark I'm talking with people in australia and and this is in a time when the internet wasn't so ubiquitous and that wasn't so easy to do in a way that felt safe yeah. or like yeah so this was cool i mean it was it was very I don't know how that community was so wholesome because I never had a problem in Dark Age of Camelot ever. And then when moving on from it, every other MMO, like you get to wow and it's like, Goldshire, you want to talk dirty for some gold coins? Like weird shit happened in WoW on day one. I wouldn't be surprised if I've told this story on here before, but <laughs> You've told my, me. my first experience with WoW, Nick Nick and his friends went with EverQuest too, which is ugh. Wow. But, but what a choice. We, we, we were, were big playing, EverQuest fans. That's fair. So. We, we were playing also a very like highly regarded canonized mm. like franchise. Like not two as much, but EverQuest. Yes. Yeah. To me, the lineage, the like classic MMO lineage is UO, EverQuest, Dark Age of Camelot. Wow. Sure. Yeah, I think that's fair. I never got into Ultima Online, but I, I respect the roots, I yeah. suppose. Know your roots. Yeah. Um, Don't forget Asheron's Call. Yeah, I was also going to say Asheron's Call. I played Call, Asheron's Call I blanked quite out a bit. on it. I think, it. I think that one's kind of a cult hit, though. It has a cult following versus yeah. being t- as mainstream as some of the others. But somebody my- teleported me somewhere in Asheron's <laughs> Call. And, like, it fucked up my like whole life in that game because I was, like, no longer anywhere near anywhere I could do anything. Mm. It was fun. Anyways, go on, Joe. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, we, we all had our computers in Nick's buddy's shed. <laughs> uh, it was great, great start. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they were all playing EverQuest 2 though and i was playing wow and i go over to goldshire for the first time i've just booted in i'm like ah i've killed some kobolds i feel pretty good yeah i'm, I'm an alliance guy sorry uh, guys uh, human no less yeah yeah <laughs> and You're uh starting elwood forest i uh i get to the, the tavern and someone's like hey party with me and then they're like hey come upstairs in the tavern with me and then they, they sit on the bed and they're like hey let, let's role play and then all of the uh the armor comes Clones off just disappear and i'm 14 or so <laughs> and i'm like huh <laughs> what is this <laughs> <laughs> what is this i'm 12 and what is this <laughs> <laughs> but that was my first experience going from the 
amazing like social experiences of Ducky Jakam lot yeah. to WoW. Not that there weren't amazing people that played in WoW. Yeah. It was just yeah. there were so many people playing WoW. Yeah. It was harder to find people not cybering. Yeah. <laughs> I do I, I was very like all through high school convinced that EverQuest 2 was the right choice. And I do have to admit, and I admitted long ago, but I really should have played WoW first and like left EverQuest 2 in the dust. Yeah. It was it was a mistake. I, uh, but I wanted it to be the better game. Yeah, pr- probably some of my favorite gaming memories are probably from WoW. I, I spent a lot of time. I had a really good guild. Um, I uh, you want to talk about funny moments? Are you thinking about the guy teleporting you to the middle of nowhere? Yeah. Remember once we were doing like a just not even like hard trying to do it, but we were horde and we were trying to like we were fucking around. We got into Iron Forge and we were in the tram, um, just like on one of the platforms. Yeah. And uh, we were fucking around there. It's like a bunch of people. There wasn't enough to like really like threaten us because we had a posse of like maybe 40 people wow. just wow, just dicking around. Like we're not going to go try kill Magni or whatever. Like we're just going to dick around in here. And everyone, everyone in the raid groups like, all right, we're going to we're going to go. Everyone hearth out. We're like, all right. So everyone starts hearthing and I'm I'm in the group. And then I accidentally hit one of my arrow keys, so I stepped forward, so it like turned off my 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 uh, spell, and it's, and it's like a it's like a 10, 10 second cast, and so I'm like, oh, I gotta restart it, and so I restart it, and I start realizing I'm not going to port out of here at the same time everyone else is, mm-hmm. and, and there's a ring of us, right? They're and defending then there's a you ri- against, and there's a ring of alliance players around yes. us. And said, I just see everyone else in the ring go, bop, 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 bop. and I'm like the last dude there. And everyone just looks at me and like, all right, kill this dude. Oh, uh, slaughtered me. And I was like, well, I'm going to just log you off and you deserved <laughs> it. come back later. Yeah. 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 I, I, I've done that before, too. And wow, where you sneak in and then you're like, oh, I'm in too deep. But you can usually just wait and get a time when. Yeah. yeah. When no one's I would, around. I would just do. I would like you could just like respawn, like just on the train tracks. Because mm-hmm. it's like you know a drop, yeah. so people and then, the line so no of sight is there. gone. Yeah. So I just did that. Man, side note on this, guys, how excited are you to watch the Warcraft movie for attract mode? <laughs> I've never seen it. I haven't either, and I've heard it's not great, and that's kind of upsetting. I've seen like China loved it. There well, is some stuff to love in that movie. Genuinely, watch Thrall, the Chinese version. Thrall is fucking amazing in this. What movie. about Hot Orc Chick? Oh. oh, she's actually pretty cool too. Yeah, but they had to make her hot for some reason. Yes, yes. And it looks just it's like an bad makeup. Yeah. Whereas Thrall is well, big CG monster. It's she's half horror. Oh, okay. So let's let's the but Ben she, Foster looks terrible as Medivh. Like it looks like a, also like a kid. Is such a weird, like fucked up use of that character. Who he is Ben Foster in I can't think of the actor. He's he played Angel in X Men Three. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even put that together. What? Why would they cast him? Isn't he supposed to be like an old sage? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's super old at, at this point. Like, he's like middle-aged. Okay. Um, Like, he's old in three. But he yeah. is Warcraft 3. pretty central to Warcraft lore, and his character is just really hammily used. But it's just terrible. Like, like, the costume design looks bad. The action Ma- is really a really weird choice where they go for this, like, very quick cut, like, like I don't even know how to describe it. It's just very unsatisfying action to watch. It's just weird because like I've not seen a Duncan Jones movie I've liked, and I haven't seen Moon. Okay, let's say that's the um, only one I can. But that's okay. the thing, right? Like people like really like Moon, and I'm like, yeah, All right, I forgot it was the same guy. People Moon seem to like is... this, this movie, but I saw Mute 
on Netflix. Oh, I heard that was bad. It wasn't particularly great. Yeah. Um, Warcraft apparently doesn't inspire confidence. That's just a bummer. You should watch Moon, though. Like, I, I, that, oh, I'm not, like, trying to avoid Moon. I just, like, I never no, I saw mean, it. You shouldn't not just not avoid it. You should actively seek it out. Okay. It is, it is one of the best sci-fi experiences I think I've, like, I've had in, in like, the last t- several decades. We haven't had the most tremendous luck with sci-fi films. Uh, but that was, that is a standout to me. So, uh, man, Duncan Jones, son of David Bowie. Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, I've been playing something. <gasps> what? I played. You play video games? It's true. But you just watch the movies. Let's just watch the movies. I played the uh, entirety of Ape Out. Uh, oh, that's so good. A little while ago. It's such a good fucking game. Yeah. Um, are you familiar with Ape Out? Joseph. I'm only familiar Joe with the way uses to play it. people have told me, it's so good. You have to play Undertale. It- <laughs> <laughs> it's but just- Joe, Undertale is like really fucking good. It's installed on my computer, and I'll play it when I want to, goddammit. Ape Out is just an arcadey, fun experience, and then it's over. It's it's quick. You can beat it fast. It's jazz. Goddamn, yeah. the jazz so, is good. So so it's, it's aesthetically... You, you play as an ape, um, and it's top down. Aesthetically, you're an ape. Aesthetically, ape. Um, but, but really, you're a human <laughs> in an ape suit. So you throw people around, but the, uh, the aesthetics are it's top down, um, Saul Bass inspired mm-hmm. art where mm-hmm. it's all like kind of um, paper cutouts and, and, and like paint splatter kind of stuff. Um, and then music, like you said, Nick, jazz, jazz. But it's procedural jazz mm-hmm. based off what you do. So every time you hit something, there's a percussion. Yeah. And it's just oh, so, so it's good. It's like uh, quantized jazz drums that go in and beat with what you're doing. Yeah. And like, that's a brilliant way to that do That reminds me of Pyre, which has some really fucking good procedural music. Um, in response to like, you, you, you yeah. throw a, you, you dive into the goal with the basketball, which is a fiery yeah. thing. And then it'll yeah. be like, uh, you know, like the, the, they'll, talk, of, they'll sing about you diving into the fire, um, yeah. which is cool. It's so when I, I first played this game um, at PAX East last year in 2018 and like Red Bull had like a, oh, come get drinks or something yeah. one night. And I went over there and there's a couple games and Ape Out was one of them. And in that version, in that demo, it was like the uh, the free play version, like okay. the part where you're just like going around trying to last as long as possible. It oh, wasn't sure. like the level based progression. Okay. And I thought that's what the game was. I'm like, cool, I'll play more of this. Right. And then when I realized like there was like a linear like story mm-hmm. like progression thing to it, I was like, oh, well, this is still cool. But you were less into it with the progression. No, I, I still really enjoyed it. Okay. But there are, there are difficulty spikes for sure. Definitely. In that story mode that yeah. like are more frustrating than if you're just like fucking around the free play. You lose some of the like the free form. I'm just dominating everything. But I think you need that, right? Yeah. Like you need a game that's going to let you. But it gets really get hard. challenged. Yeah. Um, I never felt like it got too hard because honestly, the unfortunate thing about that game is if you're trying to get through fast, run away from everything. Yeah. Like if you just run you're pretty much gonna make it well sometimes <laughs> like, you'll get hit by a stray shot and sometimes. it'll fuck you up and you can only take what two hits two three hits i don't remember yeah um you don't you don't last the worst thing is getting like someone exploding on you when you weren't expecting it right like because um, they're dudes that like throw dynamite and then they blow up if they get shot and then they're yeah. like later on dudes with just bazookas mm-hmm. and those guys will fuck you up yeah but you can kind of 
skirt the edges a lot and just avoid everyone and yeah. it's like god this is the smarter way to play but this is not fun so i'm not gonna do it yeah and then you run right at the rocket guy and dodge the rocket throw him against the wall he splatters blood everywhere it gives a nice big symbol crash when he hits you turn and punch somebody else like that's the fun is like how well can i kill all of these people even though i don't have to but my question is <laughs> why do you eight protagonists always have to fight humans you know well play the game and don't fight them because that's an option or i play i guess play donkey kong humans are the enemy joe humans donkey are kong? the enemy of everything um, i don't think they are in donkey kong um <laughs> <laughs> i mean they I captured an ape and brought it to a city in donkey kong yeah it's the same oh, plot oh, as King Kong. I'm thinking of Donkey Kong Country and Jungle and stuff. Oh, okay. There are no humans in, in Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. They, they, they all died. It's Planet of the Apes, right. baby. I'm settling my problem with, uh, with Planet humans of the Apes. apes. Um, but I think one of the best moments I had in Ape Out was, I think it was like near the end of the first disc, and uh, which so it was just base yeah. starting area where Level you're like in the facilities. And I had one like Pippa Health left, and I was running down the hallway that like is indicating that it's like the final hallway yeah, the, stretch. The camera kind of stretches out yeah, to yeah. show you. And I'm running and you just periodically like keep hitting dudes or finding dudes. Like they're spread out far enough that like enemies in this game, they will aim at you and then it takes them like a couple seconds to like take their shot. So you got a chance. So to you do get something. a chance. And it was eight of those back to back. Yeah. And I was just stressed out the entire time because <laughs> I was running. And it it would like that was like all the emotions of that entire game I felt like just like synthesized into that like one corridor perfect run. and it was like it was it was really good and it was a really fun game. Um, there are times where I wanted to throw my switch across the room and <laughs> give up, but uh, I really enjoyed it. You persevered. One weird thing, like weird inconsistency. So each level or or each stage or world is called a disc, mm -hmm. right? And there's a side and b side. Mm -hmm. Um, which keeps in track with like the, the 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 jazz motif. I saw someone call Bennett Foddy out on Twitter. Um, could Bennett Foddy help work on this game? He mm -hmm. wasn't the main developer, but Bennett Foddy also made Getting Over It. Obviously, Quop. Um, he also teaches at NYU Game Center. <laughs> there are cigarette burns in the corner when it switches A side to B side. And someone called Bennett Foddy. I was like, you can't have a music motif and have movie cigarette burns, Bennett. What do you do? And obviously it was in it was in jest, but like what I is a was, what is a cigarette burn? Have you seen Fight Club? Cigarette oh. burn and knows when the reel's done, and that's when you cut over to the to the next oh, reel. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did not understand what you meant by cigarette burn. Yeah. I was thinking of a literal cigarette no. like stuck onto something and burning a hole in it. Sorry, and I, that I was, couldn't follow. That was my assumption. Okay, because I've, okay. I've seen that scene in Fight Club so many sure. times, where Brad Pitt points at the cigarette burn in the corner of the. I'm screen. sorry, I didn't. That's a, no, <laughs> I didn't totally follow. on me. So look for Fight Club in our next attraction. Yeah, oh my god! All right, um, speaking based on the hit game Fight Club. Oh, you know okay. they made a sequel Shit. to Fight Club that's a graphic novel. Terrible idea. I don't know. Um, speaking of movies, guys. There's a uh, uh, one of one of our uh, canonized movies that we're gonna see. Canonized? Got, got <laughs> is a, all of the everything yeah, that airs on attract mode is part of one canon? Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah, everyone is here. Um, but yeah, we're gonna see this movie in a later time than we expected, which is fine. 
There's yeah. enough video game movies coming out this year. Yeah. What will Sonic look like there you in go. 2020? Is the question. Say, how do we, when are we going to say the name of what we're talking about? Uh, I don't Sonic know. Sonic the Hedgehog. They got to go slower, guys. Sonic the Hedgehog on There's, this on this movie. I don't see it fixing the problem though. The problem was for me was not just Sonic. Right. Look, it's, he looked, it's the whole thing. That it was lo- a huge problem. It looks bad. Like the movie looks bad. Sonic looks bad. But much like Monster Hunter, which we've discussed, is going to have military involvement and Mila Jovovich coming from another world to go to the monster hunter world i don't want sonic coming from his world to come to our world he's got to save our planet i don't want green hill zone ohio green hill zone is a tropical place with waterfalls and these crazy checkered dirt patterns and I want, caves that like loop around on each other yeah, with robot crabs sonic world if i'm gonna see a sonic movie yeah the sonic world's the third movie in Mm. Yeah, you it have does. to get through two shitty movies yeah. first. I mean, we have that little stinger at the end of the trailer with Robotnik and giant his, mushrooms and his mushrooms, and that looks cool. But if that was like the whole movie, make it this weird like um, what's that? What's that? That um, that uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas kind mm-hmm. of like in a in a strangely strange ecology uh, that that matches up with Sonic. That would be amazing, yeah. especially with the way Jim Carrey looked at the end because that was like oh. I wasn't on board. Like Jim Carrey was being entertaining in the way that he's generally entertaining in the rest I of the I didn't trailer. find him entertaining. And a lot of people are like, oh, he's going to carry this movie. He's so funny. He's just being an asshole in a way that isn't comical I mean, to he's me. Be, he's being Jim Carrey. It's and, well, it's it's like and it's I'm, not funny to me. Yeah, it wasn't explicitly funny, but it's like Jim Carrey and his energy. Yeah, it does impact me in general. Yeah, it's like, I, you know, he's not he's not having the best lines here where he's just saying zip it or whatever, but it's Jim Carrey and he's he's overacting and that that does something for me. Um, it awakens something Myers inside me. Mike Myers would have been me. better. Mike Myers is... You said zip it. <laughs> no problem comes <laughs> along. You must zip it. Ooh, zip, zip it, it good. <laughs> I, um... Yeah, I mean, like, even if they make Sonic the Hedgehog look better, like, that movie's still looking to be a narrative train yeah, wreck. it's gonna be garbage. Well, at least we have James Marsden um, to accompany <laughs> Sonic... What has he ever been in that we've liked? Hop. What is that? <laughs> this is Hop 2. Oh, that's the movie where he has yeah. the bunnies. And- yeah, and he's no, in he, the same he's, car he's, scene. He's, and- he was uh, X-Men. He's Cyclops. 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 Which I hated. I hated him as Cyclops. Really? I hated the Cyclops character in well, general. Oh. Yeah, I mean... And he's then he was, World, he was Westworld. Yeah, I was going to say. Actually, he did a good job in Westworld. Yeah, that's he, the he one was thing. Playing he fits a, a kind of straight laced, like almost one dimensional character, but he's a one dimensional character who has to come to terms with the fact that his reality isn't what he thinks it is. Yeah. That's a pretty fucking awesome. Like, yes. Role that he has. That's like one. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I can't think of anything else he's been in where I care. He, I think he was, um, wasn't he, uh, in the Dragon Balls evolution movie? Was he? I think he was the villain, wasn't he? Or maybe that was, um, I have no idea. Mars in, I think that was James Marsters yeah. or Ma- Masters. Yeah, Marsters. Yeah. Okay, so different James. It's very yeah. similar. Totally different. Wait, okay. who did he play? Was he uh, Piccolo uh, or 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 Frieza? Whatever that. It's Piccolo. I'm pretty sure. I haven't watched it. <laughs> yeah, it is Piccolo. Pickle Pic- my Piccolo Junior. Whatever. Anyways, yeah, they're gonna change how he looks, and it'll probably look like a more classic Sonic, which is a good thing. At least, it, like, I'll at least like enjoy watching that. More, yeah, yeah, yeah. Than just sitting through like, wow, that that's some teeth. Well, yeah, I was gonna say, what are they gonna do about those teeth? Are they gonna just? I mean, because it's not like they could give him monster animal teeth either. Like, it's just like maybe like one solid, like what like what they do in the cin- cinematics well, in the game. Do we ever like, see Pikachu's teeth, for instance? That's what I was trying to think about. Because I can't think of a moment where we did, but 
His mouth is open a lot. You're looking at Pikachu teeth, but it's like it's just like pink cave with a tongue, right? It's not like that sounds. I mean, we saw pink, pl- we saw pink cave. I think is a euphemism for something inappropriate. And I'm sorry, wasn't where I was going with that. Um, we saw a lot of apom teeth, though. Yeah, but that's, that's okay sure. because they're supposed to look like you know. Yeah, I don't think first of all they're primates, so having human teeth is not such a big deal. Right. Plus, they're they're a threat in that scene. I don't think we see Pikachu's teeth. Yeah, I doubt we do. And I feel like that would be maybe the way to go with Sonic is just make him a cartoon character. He doesn't ever show his teeth. Yep. He just opens a weird hole in his face <laughs> and it works around and says things. <laughs> Did they put human yeah, teeth yeah. in it? Yeah, it's the actual teeth from Sonic uh, p- oh, Photoshop. I don't know if it is. I, I mean, I'll bet the mouth is. shape is exactly the same, yeah. so I wouldn't be surprised. Photoshopped onto or Pikachu. Or here's a, um, the, the, the face app teeth. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's good. Big These giant visuals that you guys can't dentures. see, but assure us. We can. We can assure I'm you. I'm describing them for the hearing impaired. If you, uh, <laughs> if, if you Google, that's not who I'm describing for. <laughs> for <the hearing> <laughs> <impaired>. <laughs> Is this a bit? Is this a goof? It's a. It's a bit goofy. <laughs> I'm describing it for those who are born blind and have no reference points for my descriptions. Uh goodness. I'm not excited for something. <laughs> <laughs> What are we excited about? There's a lot of games forthcoming. Um, the biggest one for me uh-huh. is Mario Maker 2. Yes. Is uh, everybody sure. buying Mario Maker 2? Hell to the yes. Okay, yeah. good. Are you excited about shooting it over the network to a buddy? <laughs> is that a euphemism? <laughs> shooting, uh, it, shooting your pink cave right over. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. That's my, under, that's yeah, my that's subterranean level. level. That you've made, yeah. yeah. Mario explores a pink cave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on! I, look at look at that direct and just be like, if you don't, if you don't just feel like just pure joy watching all the shit they show in that. Right. It was like the second they showed, like, oh, we put the angry sun. It was like they get it, they got it. Yeah, they understood. Oh, we left some stuff out. Here's what, everything we left out. What is so insane to me is that I went on Reddit after that direct and like top comment was. This is such a fucking ripoff. They're basically just porting the first game over. Wow. They didn't add anything new worthwhile. And like, who are you? What? Where did you come from? <laughs> you know who that is? That's a disgruntled Animal Crossing fan. It could yeah. have been someone yeah. who only watched the first chunk of it before they say, "Here's all the new stuff." Yeah, because the first insane. chunk of the direct is like, yeah, just the first game. It's like you know, reminding people Mario Maker, right? In case you forgot. I am so excited, though. I cannot wait until we're all playing and sharing levels. And making some fucking fucked up fucker levels. Yes. I'm really excited to share another game with everyone because it's supposed to be a, 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 a really interesting multiplayer experience. Death Stranding. Chirp, chirp. Womp, chirp, womp, chirp. Womp. Oh, man. No one else is going to play it with me. I, but, yeah, I well, vaguely we'll play it with you, which is true. our buddy from well, uh, the UK. But that's not even confirmed that it's going to be out this year. Let alone this console generation. We said upcoming. <laughs> that's fair. Whoa! But they're not even saying that for sure. This console generation. It might not be. It might get that's pushed back. Wild. PS5 is coming, uh, but I'd bet it would be on both PS4. And it PS5. could be. It could be like a cross cross platform thing. It, it's one of those games that God, I'm so curious about it, and I want to see videos of it, and I want to hear people talk about it. I will not play it because it is, it is not going to be my yeah. kind of experience. It is using the Horizon Zero. You don't even know what the gameplay is. I can already tell. That is some bullshit. Stealth, I espionage, can, action. We don't even know that, though. Like We did see him sneaking around those monsters, but we don't know what portion of the game that is. I, sure. I can just We know tell. there's a boss fight, but... 
I, I never Whoa. got into any of the Metal Gear stuff either. And I know it's not saying it's going to be the same kind of game, but I think the bizarre storytelling. Yeah, that's the thing. It's going to be beyond my comprehension, my oh, scope I, level. No, I wouldn't even give Kojima that much. I'm going to say that like Kojima just writes and writes and writes and writes and writes. Like, well, he's like the David Lynch of video games, right? So he's making Ooh. things that just go out there and don't necessarily have any one interpretation. And what they do have is so metaphorical. It's all very interesting. I am not downplaying how cool what he does is. I am saying I don't have the patience, maybe. I mean, to me, it's always been like, well, and it might just be due to the the, the topics and themes and, and, and setting of Metal Gear Solid. But it always seemed like Kojima... And the people that worked on Metal Gear and the people that like defend Metal Gear story fervently think they're smarter than they are. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't think so because Vaguely is like the most humble person we know, and he knows more about the Metal Gear Solid story than he, anyone I know. He also says a lot of it is bullshit and doesn't make any sense though. Well, so that's right. the thing, right? Like if you can say that, if you can like self admit that about this thing, that's yeah. a way different like type of Metal but Gear. But he fan. still enjoys the story. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, but like if he admits it's bullshit, that's way different than like sure. the people I know that won't admit it's bullshit. <laughs> I, I do think that Kojima has a tactical way of deploying ridiculousness as well. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and and you surely like I I was never a big fan of Metal Gear Solid. I I have enjoyed what I've played of it, um, but uh, I, I don't know the history that well. And I'm not. I've never been a huge like Kojima dude. But when I saw, well, certainly PT got me like excited. Um, the 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 PT demo. Yeah. Um. But fuck, this is like the, this weird well, like PT was playable teaser, so it was <laughs> a demo. Playable teaser demo. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but the, the all of this like imagery and stuff, it it does strike a chord with me because I, I do like some of this. Some on some level, I just like some of this pretentious shit. You know, it's like I guess here's all this 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 imagery the pomp and circumstance. And you never know. Uh, maybe it does have a lot of thought behind it. Maybe. Maybe. We'll find out, I, I guess. don't know. He did de-age an actress he really likes, which is kind of creepy. Eh. Like, well, eh. what's creepy about that? I mean, I'm assuming consent was involved, right? Sure. No, yeah, of course. Likeness is being used. Right. I mean, like, but like, that's weird. He, well, like, he was a huge fan of their show, which I want to say was Bionic Woman. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. What's wrong with that? Like, we see de-aged people all the time now in yeah, Disney. But, and but that's different than Kojima, the guy that, like made a woman scantily dressed because oh she breathed through her skin but actually i okay. want her to be scantily dressed fair like, enough that, like that's the lens i'm viewing the de-aging this woman i guess that i find attractive and really like her show yeah i guess it depends on like what weird shit he does with it after he's got her de-aged because like file <laughs> <laughs> yeah come upstairs in the end there's like a vr emporium in <laughs> kojima's house and it's just him and de-aged why was it? Who is it? Though? I don't know. I, I, I can't remember her name. Yeah. yeah, that's his name. Um, I mean, she does look pretty impressive, though. They're like they're scanning for. It's, it's fucking better than making the Spider Queen in Lord of the Rings a hot woman. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'd rather de-age a real human than wait. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't finish that. This is spiral. <laughs> I'd rather de-age a real woman than watch a giant spider get turned into a hot woman. <laughs> <laughs> take 
like that. Video game industry. Yeah. Either way, it sounds like you guys are taking a lot of baggage you have about Kojima and his weird antics and saying into a Kojima game. Me. Yes. <laughs> Look, I, this is yes. I think that's I think that's allowed. All I'm Anyways. saying is I'm going to be really happy to hear about other people talking about it, and that yeah. that should be enough. Well, I'm not. Uh, even but be there is supposed to be a lot of interesting interaction with multiplayer, and people are speculating things like when uh, you know when when a giant like stamps out a crater. Uh, in the in the world that might have yeah, effects on other world. people's games um, and things like that. So you might have like but I, we'll see. Um, there's a lot of theories and stuff on on imagery and things like that. Yeah, I'm curious up, as so. hell about it, but like that doesn't make me like excited for it. It is in the Horizon Zero Dawn engine, um, which is very, so very pretty. Puts it at a decent place to potentially be on the PS4 before before the PS5 yeah. comes. Uh, we, we haven't had any kind of inkling of a timeline for PS5, right? Um no, I mean just, obviously just general announcements. Well, they, yeah, they've done those announcements. Um, that footage came out about like their load times and how ridiculous. Uh, did you guys see that? Uh, the they compared load times for Spider Man on PS4 and PS5, and PS4 was like 0.8 of a second loading between like scenes. So like you don't even get to see the subway shot of Spider Man like standing in the. Oh wow, oh, that's on PS5. You mean? Yeah, nice. So it's like ridiculous, or like. So, so Spider-Man's max speed was uh, determined by how fast they could load assets in across the city. Uh-huh. Oh, that's funny. So they decoupled that from the camera and just made like so it. You could go as fast however as however fast you wanted to. And like on the PS4, it was like having trouble. Like if you were moving 20, 30 blocks in like a couple seconds, it like sure. couldn't keep up. On PS5, it was just popping up. Didn't care. Ah, that's exciting. And that's because of that custom S- SSD bus they're making for it and Neat. everything. That should be cool. Um, I want to kind of go back to Mario Maker for a sec because I'm really curious how they're going to handle like um, content upload, level upload for that. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how much you played on the first one, but I bought a Wii U to play the first one. Same. Like, that's how excited I was for that game, and I was just like, wait, just 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 too late on the wave. Yeah. For everyone else playing it, which is why I'm super hyped about this one coming out. So, when you would make a level, you would upload it to like their Miiverse or whatever mm-hmm. the whatever it was. And course world course world they if if not a certain number of people played it in a certain span of time, it would get deleted. They would delist it. Yeah. Not only would they delist it, if you went back into that local file that you had and changed some stuff, you have to rebeat it. No. Well, that's the thing. Yes. But that local file is permanently marked as unuploadable. Oh, forever. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I didn't remember that. I guess I never tried to re-upload something that got deleted then. Yeah. That's a bummer that, for sure. So I really hope they don't take that yeah. tact with this one. Nintendo makes yeah. such baffling decisions about things like that. It's like, I love them. Why are you assholes? They don't understand <laughs> the internet. Yeah. They don't understand the internet. They're getting better about it. But like, I mean, Alex was telling me once about how like, when they when it came down to like determining matchmaking and stuff for like Nintendo Switch Online and mm-hmm. uh, and understanding the suite of features, they didn't even bother looking at other companies. Right, solutions. I've heard that before as well. They were yeah. just like, well, it was like you know we're Nintendo, so we're gonna figure it out. I heard that was the same thing about their UI stuff for the Switch, like why it's so basic, is because they didn't even look at PS4 or Xbox to try to I, figure out. I don't love PS4's UI though. Sure, but the point is. Or not even being like tangentially aware, just being like, nope, we're going to do our own no matter what. It's very oddly egotistical and mm-hmm. like very closed minded, especially with a company that like, I assume 
is very good about taking inspirations game design wise sure. from other like I mean, Breath of the Wild does not seem like a game that existed. It's an Ubisoft in a, game. In a, yeah, it doesn't seem like a game that existed in a vacuum. Yeah, like it seems like something they looked at Skyrim and they looked at like Ubisoft games and and they were like, oh, okay, like here's our take on it. Yeah, and it's weird for them not to do that with software like general software right. non-game software and that right. might just speak to like what kind of company they are i mean they're they're a very old company yes and there's a lot of tradition built into an old company like that so i think it's hard to break certain things i mean they're probably the oldest tech company right like and like they weren't always yeah, a tech company right. they started off with playing cards but yeah 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 probably true so weird yeah, I don't they, know how old like Sony or Samsung are, so. Yeah. Interesting. But gee whiz, making levels with buddies at the same time in Mario Maker. That'll be interesting. And that Koopa race car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a weird I, one. But that, I'm not even as excited about that, but it's fine. It's like, oh, that's a feature that's not for me. But slopes. Oh slopes. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> different different grades of slopes too. And, yeah. then, and then they show the 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 uh, you can set rails for things or the like, water. The water yeah. levels mm-hmm. I can change. Oh man. It's On off be, switches. It's, <laughs> it's gonna be so much. It's, it's gonna be a good ass game. Amazing. I wonder if the way game. I unlocked everything in Mario Maker. It's really funny because um, there's it's like it's like a t- overtime delivery if you it's, normally it's right? you're supposed to play yeah but if you just drop a bunch of blocks and fill up a level it'll say you're you're using up a lot of blocks you need some more blocks yeah and about over a couple hours you can get everything oh and that's what I instead did instead of waiting a day <laughs> at a time took, I took a different tact which was manually setting the, the, clock. the system clock yeah. forward a couple oh, days. Oh, that's funny. And then going in, unlocking all that stuff. Yeah. How long did I yeah. did it legitimate way because I wanted to experience everything the game had to offer. You know, it <laughs> From might, this company that doesn't understand the internet. Yeah. It might have been good to learn the piece a little bit more. That's what though, I was trying to do. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, I got so much now. Toys. But, yeah. I mean, not to be egotistical, but like... You it's design fu- it's games? It's fucking Mario. No, it's fucking Mario. Like, Whoa. I, well, but there's so much complexity yeah, there, there though, dude. I'm Have not, you I'm not, seen? I'm not, I'm not saying that. Like, I, j- I just think gating stuff like that seems crazy to me. Well, like, give everyone the box of crown. Like, don't give them. I, like, I think okay, they here's have to blue, and here's green, and here's red. A little bit. I, there's a really good argument against it, uh, or, or for gating and and uh, against giving everything at once. So it's a reward it's, cycle. It's, it's a reward cycle, but but more than that, to you me, that hit. It's it's about it's true though. Teaching players who are bad at game design. To play with a few few tools first and start to realize, oh, it's it's bad when I set up a level this way. But with my f- few tools, I can rearrange it. And they get good with those few tools. And you add in a couple tools at a time, and they can learn more about those tools when there's less to yeah. obstruct them. When you have too many tools, they're not going to learn lessons as well because they'll make one bad design and then use other tools to make another bad design. Yeah. Versus forcing themselves to use the same tools in different ways to come up with better solutions to setups that they're making. That said, the way it was implemented, you got a little bit every time you played basically, and you could get everything in like a week. You get it too fast so that it almost should have just been dumped on you all at once because I did not have enough time to learn everything in the day of tools that I had. Um, So I don't feel like it, it really helped me as much as I wanted it to. I was like, I was trying so to we'll, play it right. Just slow it down then even more. Well, that's if they're going to do that, there's um, there's an argument for that. Make it like years. <laughs> 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 levels of just like the basic block 
years later. Yeah. People are still discovering new pieces from Mario Maker 2. Or here's something that they could do. Let people pick. What pieces they get? Like, oh, no, buy them? No, just let people pick whether or not they want them all unlocked at the beginning. Oh, sure. Them, do you want Gated a progression out? play mode where yeah. you are given pieces over time? I mean, basically, you can do that. Well, I was going to say you can do that in Smash, but that's not exactly true. I mean, you can choose your progression in different ways. Like, you can go through the spirit. Yeah. The or light you can mode just do or, fights or yeah. you can, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever. Either way, though, I, I think we'll have enough toys to play with, whether it's gated or not on the new one. I am really excited to see all those co-op characters in Super Mario World yeah. aesthetic. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That was really exciting to see, because Super Mario World is by far my favorite aesthetic, and it's the mm-hmm. one I designed in the most. But seeing all the toads running around with Mario in that look, oh, good. Good stuff. People are still wondering if like there's any possibility of a Super Mario Brothers 2 palette. Yeah, because which... there's still that extra styles, plural. Yeah. And they only showed one extra style. Oh, I should be I, I cool. missed that. Yeah. I was kind of cool. not super excited about the 3D world style. It just didn't feel like enough of a... It's Well, I, I like it way better than the new Super Mario Bros. U art style. So. It is weird that it's separate, so you can't like... Yeah, you can't transfer between. them. Yeah. yeah. I also wonder how many pieces might be locked from one to the other, because it sounds like... It's got a whole new set, it sounds yeah, like. like yeah. you, the cat Mario suit. The cat cannot suit. be used in the others, yeah. The clear pipes, I don't know if those are going to be in both. Oh, they're not. No. They're specifically not, yeah. Um, and that's okay. I, it's definitely not ideal. Like, I think I would much rather have 8-bit Mario go through a clear pipe and come out with a cat suit and run up a wall. That would be super fun. You know, be You're not going to get to do that. Fucking great and, like, not make a lot of sense, but it's be super cool. Paper Mario. <laughs> How would you do it? A Super Mario RPG maker. Well, yeah. no, 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 no. Paper Mario, but as a 2D platformer. Oh, so. okay. Just as a just aesthetic. So, so just super Paper Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, because because the aesthetic is so good, and it is a quintessential Mario aesthetic now, arguably. Yeah. Uh, You've got that one. And it's distinct, too. That's the thing, is that, yeah, there's a little bit of, like, 3D. You can see, like, the top of the, of the whatever, the tiles mm-hmm. and stuff. But it's it doesn't, it doesn't, like, do much for my eyes compared to the New Super Mario Bros. U. Yeah, it's better than that, but... I, that was one of those features i was like okay fine i wish i had the glass pipes in all of them yeah, yeah. Uh, I, that's the downside to it but whatever yeah take what i can get agreed gino and smash <laughs> it's never happening <laughs> you think they'll announce the new character at e3 though oh definitely yeah. definitely it'll probably be Got it. yeah monster hunter i'm curious what that direct's gonna look like on tuesday of e3 yeah because it's like um I mean, Metroid Prime 4 is still too far out. Mm-hmm. Got Mario Maker basically right after E3. Was it July? Uh, is it July or June? What are some I don't of their. Remember. Are you specifically talking about Nintendo? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what. Animal, I think Cro- it's, Animal Crossing. I think it's June for Mario Maker because July, I was looking at getting Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Right. Which if I think I'm will not be in. Yeah. Dake and Nintendo doesn't do a lot of new announcements at E3 anymore. Eh, they do a decent amount. Like their direct yeah. is usually like half an hour, an hour long. And they show off a lot of stuff that's already been announced. So we've got. That's, that's what I'm usually. Used we to. haven't seen like anything from Animal Crossing. Yeah. So that's got to get shown. It's, it's going to be. Um, I imagine the two uh, mobile games they're working on are probably going to get some sort of. Yeah talk i guess the beta's out for uh uh mario kart tour yeah and i saw some gameplay on it and i just it looks good it looks interesting but it looks like uh, why would i ever want to play this apparently (laughs) the 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 microtransactions are super aggressive in that so of course um it feels like that's unfortunate another mario kart 
or oh, I don't think they'll announce anything that big. Well, maybe it. There's nothing on their slate like end of this year, outside of like maybe you mean Animal for Crossing. next year? No, no, no. Like like holiday like what Pokemon. Did... That's true. Um, Pokemon. I mean, that's the big game this year. Animal Crossing. But An- Pokemon comes out. Oh, Animal Crossing. Out Fire Emblem. Three Houses. Which, if you care, I mean, I don't, but. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, I guess and I, then uh, Mario Maker, too. Like, when you combine all of those, that takes them through half of the year pretty uh, well. That's, that's yeah. four games, you're, you're, four months, if you look at it not, that way, yes. right? Three houses, three <laughs> months. Yeah, too fast, too furious. <laughs> Tokyo Drift. Yeah. So so there's two months left of the year. Uh, we also have Link's Awakening. Oh, True. that's yeah. another month. You know what? That's probably going to be a big big tentpole release for them and then so so it. we got one unspoken for month before the year's over zelda maker <laughs> my god it would be amazing somebody's working on one like a, a fan one that is not official obviously but uh, honestly it's a tile dropper <laughs> you know like if, yeah. you, if you just focus on top down zeldas and a couple yeah, different perspectives that's what they're doing fuck i wouldn't be that crazy to build for, yeah. for a company with nintendo's they could push that out with it would be so good too i would really love a mario odyssey 2 or at the very least like yeah some dlc some mario galaxy 2 yeah three i mean or yeah or like i would i would settle for some like wii or wii u ports like what's left on wii u to port galaxy wii u no from wii u oh. um well i i guess it would be mostly be wii so like you yeah know, the twilight princess hd or the wind waker hd that would be a good one i'd like to see those i think you won't get that one specifically because they've said before they want from like three years ago they were like we're gonna do a zelda every year one zelda a year right and this year's link's awakening i so i mean i guess you could get you could yeah you could get it for next year that would be true um and then god i mean they must be in the background working on a breath of the wild too right like somebody's gotta be already that might be like furiously pounding away to try to get that that might be like end of the generation yeah Mm though yeah yeah that makes sense to me we might see some new hardware stuff, maybe. I'm trying to... I think they might have they, shut some of it down. Yeah, they specifically said this will not be a hardware oh, right. focus okay. direct. So they were trying to quell those rumors because I think they're worried. Uh, I, I got... I, I have, like, the two Nintendo Switch major subreddits as, like, bookmarks that I go to a lot. And uh, every day somebody posts, I've heard rumors about a Switch Pro coming out. Should I not buy a Switch now? And, like, first of all, fucking look at the history on this thread oh, because no, no. it's been said every day but also there's nothing official there's nothing substantiated yeah stop assuming things i mean i guess they're not they're asking the question but um it does i bring wonder up an if i wonder if nintendo though. has pressure on them like if they're like oh god we let this rumor out and now we're not selling because people are waiting right it does that's always up, gonna um, be the case an interesting question that i've been thinking about should I get a Switch now? No. No, you already have one, Joe. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a good I'm looking point. to buy my second Switch this year. My niece, uh, who lives with us, has uh, entered a contract. She can keep the bathrooms clean once a week. Mortal contract? Mortal contract. Then at the end of the summer, she's getting a Switch to take on our big family trip. So I'm going to have to buy a second one. She's gone three. This is the third week. We'll see what happens with that. But uh, uh, I have been here asking for one no constantly. Uh, first party Nintendo games, no release date. Uh, Animal Crossing. I guess this is before they announced the the Pokemon games. Um, Bayonetta three, 
Uh, we got. Well, that's not first party, is it? They're publishing it. Oh, really? They published two as well. Well, that might fill out the year then. Yeah. Um, Link's Awakening, Luigi's Mansion Three. Is that this year? I believe so. That's pretty good. And then uh, Town, which was that Game Freak, which is yeah, game. not them. They're publishing that too, I guess. Is what you're saying? Or yeah, it was a, yeah. Okay, I'd imagine. All right. Um, and then they have Metroid Prime Four. Which, on God, here, we've but... heard nothing about Town, and the year's half over. Seems wild. Town certainly sounds like it would be another Animal Crossing type game. It seems weird. It seems JRPG light. Yeah, it seems closer to Pokemon, right? Which is made by Game Freak too. Right. It's it's almost too close to the new Pokemon. I don't know why they would do those both in the same year. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it, it might not come out this year. I well, think it'd be smarter if they waited. I mean, I don't know. This has like a 2019 estimated release. I don't mm-hmm. know. I have no idea. Uh, Are they doing Astral Chain? Who's making Astral Chain? It's Platinum. Okay. But it's going to be on Switch, yeah. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, people are excited about it. Um, I don't really like any of the Game Freak non-Pokemon <laughs> releases. What else have they done? Tembo, the Badass Elephants. Never played it. Um... That might be actually it. Yeah. I, I want town to have a chance. Like it would be nice to see them unseat themselves and take away from Pokemon a little bit and do something different. But it sounds like they're kind of going for like, oh, we made Pokemon. Let's make something a little like Pokemon. Uh, Harmo Knight. Remember that game? Uh, I think it was a DS game. Uh, no, well, okay. I never played it. So. Yoshi. The original <laughs> puzzle Yoshi okay. game for All NES. Right. Yeah. I think it was, uh, we got uh, Smart Ball. And then everything else is That's wild. literally Pokemon. Did Nintendo hire them to develop a Yoshi game for NES? Like, how did that come about? Um, so they're like second party. So they're like the same thing as like Intelligent Systems or Camelot, where like Intelligent Systems is the Fire Emblem, right? And used to be and Advanced Camelot Wars. Does like uh, Mario Tennis, right? Yeah, they did tennis. They also did Golden Sun yeah. back in the day. Um, so like they're technically just like dedicated nintendo right. developers but they but they're not owned by nintendo say with hal right so and then um that's interesting though because i just think of yoshi as a mario character oh yeah they didn't create i think they licensed out I see, I yoshi see. to to them and then okay. they made a game with it but yeah but yeah guys there's some good stuff coming i'm excited yeah i think it's gonna be good for switch yeah and games in general like uh, uh, Microsoft just announced that they're doing a two-hour-long presser, which is like half hour longer than they usually mm, do. So interesting. Maybe a hardware announcement. Yeah, from them. that's big. I mean, it's it's got to be something big, right? They just did that Minecraft World announcement, so maybe we'll see more about that. Plus, there's all these rumors circulating about them doing something with Nintendo and having yeah some Switch the Xbox uh, Live thing or something. Yeah, like whatever's going on there is weird. Master Chief is the next character on. And Super Smash Brothers. I, I kind of wonder uh, if it's going to be something as like that would be so disappointing. Minimal as that, and yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I would like to see like Banjo Kazooie. That would be cool. That's not going to happen. Take Banjo. I don't think so. I don't think so. For some Switch, reason, it just feels like they're not going to go back. That I, would, I don't know. Specifically, something in my gut feels Conquer like they're not. <laughs> I would specifically not enjoy Master Chief and Smash. I don't want. I actively don't want Master sure, Chief like, and Smash. I don't think that that uh, that yeah. seems too. That doesn't seem in line with but either of those brands. So. Snake is in Smash, so... Yeah, I was going to say, it would not bother me if it's the one. It just isn't an exciting choice for me. Of, uh, to, it would take a slot out of those five. Yes, Joanna Dark. In... <laughs> mm. James Bond. on Nintendo. 
Chris Redfield. Chris Redfield. Wasn't James Bond in, like, there was a plan was a to rumor, bring it. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was such a big deal on the N64. Yeah. Which, that'd be kind of fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan on the Smash game. <laughs> and his his name is Pierce Brosnan, not 007. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan. All right. Well, on that note, guys, thank you for uh, taking the time to do another episode and a night of a lot of recordings we've been busy i'm a little bit tired my yeah. butt is yeah these chairs are not good for prolonged recording prolonged recording joe yes we're gonna be playing you recording. <laughs> you can find me wherever video game movies are discussed which is only on a track no, mode only, only. Here, no other podcasts are definitely doing that exact same gimmick here and nowhere else there's a new url for that too isn't there uh wordcast.com will take you to all our podcast stuff including Holy track smokes. Mode. yeah and also i'm i'm on wordcast so here generally yeah. you can, you can never find hurt. me only yeah. over there and over here <laughs> and over there and over there yeah and at and that's in Virginia, uh, Glen Allen. Wow. That's a little specific. Even the city. Wow. Yeah. Nick, thanks thanks for coming on here, yeah, man. Yeah, man. It was fun. Yeah. Glad we talk about get excited for uh, Mario Maker. Yeah. And everything I'm else. Pumped. Glad to hear about that Dragon's Dogma. Yeah. A game it, I've uh, heard a lot of good I things think it's, about. It's funny because I went on a journey where I was not into it and then I was super into it. And all along the way, Joe was telling me it was a mistake and I shouldn't be playing it. Wow. And I agreed with him at first. And then I've completely flipped. Like, we've had a lot of other friends talk about it. And he said, I can't recommend this game to you. And at one point, I agreed with him, even though I was still playing it. Now, I'm on the other side. I'm thinking, you should go check it out. It's pretty fun. Pretty fun RPG. Just go stab some ogre eyeballs. That's cool. Where can people find you? I'm over here at Joe's house right now in Glen Allen, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for me, you can find me right now. Let's read out um, just again is we we do some Twitter occasionally at INST Replay Live because we used to do a YouTube channel called Instant Replay Live and we still have stuff out there. Like that and mo- Monopoly. Like that <laughs> Monopoly video, if you're so inclined to see people go, Woo <laughs> for pulling cards. Um, and then, you know, I, I do attract mode with these other two guys that they're pretty all right. So that's a good time. Yeah. You should come check us out over there. And, um, I don't know. Hang out on discord a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good place to find me. Cool. Yeah. And you can find me at Dylan Vento. And if you like this podcast, you want to listen to any of our other podcasts, you can find them at word games.com or wordcast.com or wherever podcasts are sold. Just search W-A-R-D-C-A-S-T, Wardcast. I will sell you this podcast in a heartbeat. Oh, thank you. This baby right here can hold <laughs> so many video game references. <laughs> Too many, one might say. Um, but yeah, next episode, we'll probably be prepping for E3, talking about all that stuff. And then after that, going to L.A. Nice. Hey. Hey. <laughs>